0: S-E-O is A-E-O, welcome to the show, Amy Arnett. Wow,
1: thank you, that's, that's amazing.
0: Great stuff, we're, <laughs> we're sitting in the park, the day after CopyCon, in Melbourne, looking at the beautiful buildings, and we're gonna have a chat about on and offline marketing mm. combined because you started off at, was it Telstra, Tesla?
1: I did, Telstra. Telstra, oh, yes, okay. yeah, that's right.
0: Which is a thing in Australia?
1: It is, just a little, little telco here All in right. Australia.
0: I take that, that's ironic, <laughs> sarcastic. Yes, <laughs> it, it is. It's a, it's a behemoth.
1: It is, absolutely, All yes. All
0: right, and you worked there for years and years and I years. Did. I did. Traditional marketing, but on mobile phones a lot.
1: No, not on mobiles. Oh. Um I did no, I did um uh for a while, directory assistance, so you know where you ring up and, and Oh what you through. Well no I wasn't I was a product manager. Oh I
0: was gonna say did you have those little plugs that, no, that you see on the fifties no. films would the,
1: no? No, but that would have been fun. No that I did great, it. Yes, yeah. no, no, I did the product management for that and then most of my time um I was uh, well in fact I started in the advertising group. Um, so that's where I got my kind of kick off into the marketing world, and it, and it was
0: all offline. I mean, if, if, if yeah, it was ninety five, I think, yeah, if I remember. Yeah, that's right. So it was all offline. It was. online hadn't really taken. No, off.
1: in fact, so you'd get the brief um, from it, it was you know from the client, and we'd work with advertising agencies, but we'd have our own.
0: Now that we've got away from the bells, <laughs> we can carry on. Now, what I was really interested in talking to you about is your transition from that offline marketing, you're yes. obviously very experienced in offline marketing, yep. through Kate Toon's School of Thingy Copyright. Yeah,
1: thingy. Recipe for SEO Success, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, Recipe mm-hmm. for
0: SEO Success. Mm-hmm. Now you're in marketing on and offline and you deal with businesses for both.
1: For both, yeah, because I find traditional marketing is, is still relevant. Um, and, but what I was saying before, in the old days in Tostra, you'd get the brief from the client or the agency. Oh, right,
0: sorry, yeah, we, we were Yes, I was telling you
1: a story there. And you'd sit in the different, um, uh, you, or you'd pull together the different areas of the marketing. So you'd have your advertising representative, uh, then you'd have your direct marketing person, your PR person. We'd all sit in a room and we'd look at the brief and we'd say, okay, well, which, which bit needs me or which bit needs you? And oh, then oh, we'd yeah. kind of work it out. But they, they were pretty much the tools. It was, you know, do you do a TV ad, a radio ad or both? Do you do direct marketing? Do you need PR? Yeah. And that was it. That was pretty much your marketing. was so really simple. It was really simple. And, and we did that for years.
0: Yeah. And um, with all the TV and, and billboards and so on and so forth, what, what I was talking about, I can't remember who it was about, was the fact that the measurements of that were completely made up. Pretty much. I mean, they said, oh, yeah, there's 20,000 people who drive past this every day. Therefore, 25,000 people have seen it. Therefore, it's had this impact. Yeah. It was Chris. Chris Liveridge, and the problem today with online is we think we can measure everything, but in fact we're measuring it very badly.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's lots of tools and data available, but it's it's, sometimes it's a bit of, what do you do with all of it as well, and how do you interpret it, and what does it really mean? But back in
0: the day, you just made it up.
1: Yeah, or the agency did. Yeah, sorry, not you personally.
0: And and now we can't really. So when you're working with a a client off and online, how do you marry the two together? How do you actually? get them to understand that the two are interacting more and more, especially with mobile devices. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I think that a lot of the clients that I deal with are really overwhelmed. Um, and that's that's why they come and chat to someone like me. Um, they might, you know, have some thoughts about maybe, you know, or they've done Facebook ads in the past, or they've done some of those really accessible things yeah. um, that, that that we or they can now do. Yeah. Um, but with limited success. Yeah, well, So.
0: Facebook ads, Google ads, all these things, you set them up, default values, and lose money.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly right. So um, how do I sort of marry the two with them? Really, I start at the the foundation. I start at the start with them. Um, And for me, I think marketing, there's a return to marketing in everything that we're doing. Um, But this is
0: a subject that just keeps coming up on this podcast is we're going back to the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Which is perfect for you and me. It's
1: perfect for me. (laughs) Um, And, you know... I kind of look at the, we've been through this digital digital age, if you like, and we're still there but, but there's a definite shift. Um, so if you think about when search optimization first was a thing and then Facebook advertising yeah. became available for people, um, you know, it was, <laughs> it was, I was just distracted for a minute. Um, you know, there's some really quick, cheap wins, yeah. uh, and it was easy. It was easy for businesses or marketers to just jump on the bandwagon. But I think, you know, over time, um, you know, we're now, we're now, we've proven it, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, and so, Facebook and Google, if you look at really, what they're trying to do in all of the changes to the algorithms and the, and the, the where they're steering us—it's it's, it's back to basics. It's yeah. back to better marketing, Wh-
0: which is brilliant. I mean, I, for, for, for the copywriters, there are 120 of them, 150 of them. Yesterday, everyone getting yeah. really excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking from a digital marketing point mm. of view and saying, "You guys are coming back into fashion. This is brilliant." Yes. And the, who was the lady with the really, really colourful dress and the, the um,
1: and, Suzanne Chadwick? Yeah, and yeah. she
0: was going through the three styles of marketing and saying it's all, all about exactly, heart. coming now. back to
1: the heart. She had sort yeah. of the industrialisation stage. <laughs> Sorry, that was a very strange laugh. The, the, digital, the digital stage. And then now it's back to the heart, yeah. which that really resonated. That, that, I totally agree with that. And for me, as I said, it's, it's about, it's, it's putting heart back into marketing.
0: I don't want to contradict, but I'm going to. You're saying put the heart back into marketing. I don't ever think marketing had a heart. It's always been pretty kind of push, 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 push.
1: Uh, I disagree. I think there's uh. good marketing and then average marketing. I think really good marketing always had a heart. And if, okay. if by heart you talk about um, having the customer at the, at the center of what you do and, and understanding why you do what you do mm. with the, the, the customer at the center of that. Um, and there's really bad and average marketing that doesn't do that. Okay. So for me, so I think I'm, good I... marketing has, because if you're good marketing, you get good results, you get good outcome. And I think you, know, you can only get really true successful outcomes if you really have the customer at the centre of what you're doing.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I think I was being a bit, I mean, for me, in the 90s, the 80s, marketing for me was a dirty word. and I think it's because I was a musician and I was being yep. a bit punk about it all. And in fact, I'm now a digital marketer and I think marketing can be. Positive, and I, I, would, I would agree with you. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so reflecting on the 90s, it too probably was a bit more push as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, nowadays, because we do have access to platforms where we share share mm. access to each other, uh, we have that opportunity to, to bring it back to a more, more heart-centred or, or yeah. you know, uh, social interaction. We can actually interact yeah. Um, and so there, there is that opportunity for, for us not to ruin it. <laughs>
0: but, and then it's kind of ironic that this heart marketing is being driven by data. So I mean, we're analysing all this data to understand our users to put them at the centre. Mm. So we're using kind of in the technological marketing aspect yeah, all the platforms. to now drive yeah. the, the heart thing. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, I don't know whether... Anyone, maybe some of the big big companies, because they've got access, perhaps. about whether anyone's really using data in a really clever way. Ooh,
0: ooh! You'll have to listen to the episode with Chris Liversidge when it does come out, because he works with big companies uh, doing um, what's it called? Attribution. Yep he's doing uh he does the study of attribution and that you can now accurately measure attribution which he reckons that analytics does very badly and you can actually mm. measure attribution across off online which i find incredibly interesting okay. and you were saying you need 100 million was it a million no it's a million hits a day in order to be able to do it wow. accurately but yeah. you can do it yeah okay. so in fact what he's saying is he can do it Wow, um, which I find astonishing. But at our level, which is kind of smaller companies, yes, how do, how do you manage to marry that with them? You said you start at the beginning, yeah, which is traditional marketing.
1: No, just understanding who, who who your audience is, who you want to reach um, with whatever it is that you have to offer. Um, you know, I think you know for, for what I say to, to a lot of my clients, if you do nothing else, understand who your audience is. Really. To, to as much as you can understand who they are oh. um, and understand that the buying journey that they're going on um, as it relates to you your product or your service so it's, now it's sort of called the funnel or the sales funnel yeah um, in the old marketing days it was the customer buying journey or the, What's the it? customer buying journey or the purchase um, decision-making process, purchase decision-making process. So none of that's ever changed and this is where I kind of get excited and I think, yes, exactly, that's what we need to be doing. Big smile on your face (laughs) That's
0: right. And and we went through this whole period, 20 years of click and buy, click and buy, click and buy. Yeah. And now we're coming back to customer journeys.
1: That's right. Well, yeah, where where are they starting? So uh, when is it or how is it that they identify that they have a need? Where do they go and search? What are the criteria on which they evaluate the options? How do they then engage in and buy with you? And then how do they um, evaluate how successful that was? And then how do they refer or um, or or not refer yeah. if they've had a bad experience? Yeah. Um, and you know. And you, there's so many. You know, obviously, um, uh, website optimization relates to that because you need to optimize and create relevant content and experiences related to each of those steps in the journey.
0: Yep. We're back to journeys 90s brilliant stuff yeah
1: well it is yeah. none of that's ever changed it really it, it really hasn't it's just now marrying up the the platforms the techno- technologies yeah. the opportunities that we have at our fingertips now
0: yeah sorry you're the first person i've talked to who's actually said customer journey or journey and, and that idea of a journey which i'm i'm terribly in love with now um having having been in love with all sorts of other things before. <laughs> and, and that idea of creating the content across that, con, uh, that customer journey to accompany them to the purchase yes. is brilliant yeah. and simple. And, yes. and the tools are only there to serve that purpose. So the beginning really is understand your user.
1: Absolutely. It's all about, I mean, why else are you in business? Because you want to create um, a great product, a great service, a great experience for somebody. So you, everything you do has to be understanding Mm. How they arrive at you, at your doorstep, and what what's the process and experience you're going to take them on.
0: And in the 90s, back in the day, you could get away with a rubbish service because people couldn't complain incredibly loudly about that's it. That's right, yeah. uh, Other than get a newspaper article going, which is impossible for yes. most people. Today, you cannot mess up.
1: No. You're so way you, more accountable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right.
0: Have you, have you have you complained about anything on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever? <gasps>
1: I'm sure I have. Yeah, I think I have. It Um, it made me feel better. (laughs) 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 Uh, Look, I can't think of an example right now, but you know, I've seen certainly many examples. Um, Google reviews. You know, there's many many businesses are still very afraid to launch their Google My Business account because they don't want to have access to this amazing opportunity that's there, yeah. but there's, a, there's that fear.
0: You know, I, had a, I had a client who who w- wouldn't sign up for a review platform, and I said, you know, why not? There's said, oh, we'll get some bad reviews. And I said, in that case, you need to look at your product again. Yes. Look yeah. at your service Exactly. Again. If you're
1: not that confident yeah. about your product or your service, then that's where you need to start.
0: Yeah. And even if you don't open up a platform, somebody's going to complain. Yes. And if you do, at least you get the opportunity to interact yes. with them, and even to, obviously, direct emails to people so that they do give positive reviews yes. because negative reviews very easy to give. Positive reviews very difficult to yes, get. Yes, yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, oh, it's
1: that. nice. <laughs> so what I did with one client actually who was, was, was quite fearful about um, creating a, a, a review platform, um, and this is a bit of the traditional marketing coming back in, I said, well, let's survey your customers. Brilliant. Oh, us so, yeah, It's want, so obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> but it's, uh, let's ask them then, and let's get a feel for what's, what the sentiment is. Mm. Um, and no surprise, it was overwhelmingly puzzle, positive. It was, yep, yeah, this is great, maybe a few suggestions on some of the, the product elements, a few tweaks here and there, but cool. overall, yep, yeah, no, we're really happy.
0: Yeah, and, and this comes back to what uh, Judith Lewis was talking about, is satisfying the customer after Purchase which a lot of people forget about, yep. uh, and in the 90s you could probably get away with it once yeah. again, but today you simply can't. No. Um, well,
1: you could, but you then you're oh. perhaps forever chasing new clients. You, yeah. yeah, you're not. Well, I mean,
0: if you take Google My Business, I mean, I'm, I was looking for coffee this morning, and there's one that's got 4.5 stars, another one that's got 3.5. I didn't go to the one with 3.5 stars, <laughs> and I think we're all doing that now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why wouldn't we?
0: Yeah well yeah 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 and 100% I mean the, the, the Google my business is one thing and then the review platforms like Trustpilot
1: mm-hmm. which
0: you presumably know mm-hmm. uh, is another which is which is driving more and more uh, op- op- opinion I mean Trustpilot I saw that the EAT update of uh, August last last August yep. they they took 50% extra traffic yeah, wow. in SEO from one day to the next in Germany UK France and that implies that Google is incredibly confident in what Trustpilot. I'll yes. Say this isn't an advert for Trustpilot, yeah. by the way. Although yeah. I do like them. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, so with with your customers, do you suggest that they should take an extra review platform like that, uh, or stick to Google My a, Business?
1: Well, at the moment, we're, it's it's Google My Business, but. I'm going to write that down. That's a good Ooh. suggestion.
0: <laughs> there you go, okay. The great thing about this podcast is I nick other people's ideas <laughs> and they nick mine, which is absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's sharing.
1: Yes,
0: that's um, right, yeah. So, the, the, once again, back to before the customer buys, we're, we're looking at traditional marketing. Surveys, incredibly obvious. Mm. Um, what, what would you do if a customer is saying, you know, I need to reach out and get more a bigger, bigger market but mm. more customers? Mm. I mean, surveys? Ads?
1: Um, SEO? It depends on their resources. That's the first thing. It depends on their resourcing, but assuming their resources are, are pretty limited and they need to kind of get some traction first. Yeah,
0: you find, you, you're like me, you've got loads of clients who have limited resources.
1: <laughs> that's right. Maybe I'm think... talking the wrong ones, but yeah, yeah, that's right. No, it's really, it's, it's being uh, clever with what you've got. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so, well, my, my first step is is re- looking at what channels they have available to them today, and usually it's a website is the first thing. Yeah. Um, are they putting their best foot forward in that sense? Mm. Um, so yeah, are they catering to what people are expecting to be able to do on the website? Does it give it all, gives the user all the information they need? Yeah. Um, and and then really trying to turn up the optimization on that. I think I mean, SEO nowadays is so central to a marketing strategy, which mm. is why I went and upskilled a few years ago in that whole yeah. area. It's just you know the more and more I began to realise, oh, I really need to. Uh, get my head around this stuff because you went
0: independent before upskilling in SEO. yeah that's right and, and you were kind of saying you know did
1: well you know I was kind of out, outsourcing that bit as a, as, a oh. as an activity as such which sounds really terrible but that's ah. that's the truth and then it was a real you know that realization of that's I've got it all wrong this this is central to mm. um, your marketing strategy because it's, it's your website is a channel um, but it's also the opportunities we have to can help to control more than we have, have ever been able to. That, that yeah. searching process, um, and you know, you re, as a business owner, you've, you've really got to understand that, or have someone in your hip pocket that, that understands it for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that would be my first thing. Would be really turning up. Get the, your house yep. in order. Get your house in order, totally. Um, you know, yeah, you're always not going to
0: invite anyone to your house or to your front yard if it isn't clean. That's right, Which yeah. is, you, you skipped this afternoon the, the yard cleaning, I, I have. I, I I did get
1: out of that to talk to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. get your house or your yard in yes. order and then what do you think?
1: Yeah, well before you, you, you think about spending any money on advertising, um, you know, uh, because you can waste money in that area. Well, uh, yeah. So once you got your house in order from a from a website point of view, then I'd look at all your other platforms and and you should be using socials. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mix of socials might be different depending on who yeah. you are and what industry you're in. Um, so again, making sure who's there, who you're talking to, um, and what's the language you're using, what's the messaging, um, why are they hanging there? What, what why are they hanging out with you? Or what's 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 in it for them? And yeah. are you giving them, you know, that that opportunity to to um, to engage? So
0: we've got sort your website out. Uh, Go on to social and start interacting with your audience. Yeah, yeah
1: really looking at socials. And then maybe even a survey um, uh, to really understand, are we doing all the other things right in yeah. terms of it? Is, is it the right service? Is it the right product? Is there anything else we can be doing?
0: And you should have been co- collecting emails with your clients so that you can then send them out a free good Well, survey, uh,
1: for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Which people forget to do. They do forget to do.
0: I mean, I've been to heaven knows how many shops and yeah. coffee shops and, yeah. and nobody's... Encourage me to give a review or take no. my email or anything. No,
1: you know. And if you don't have that, uh, you can do good all face to face. It doesn't have to be a, a fifteen-minute sit down. Let I me I just realised why not.
0: Sorry, I'm interrupting. I was because I've got an English accent. I go. There's no point. He's never going to come back.
1: <laughs> so they don't ask you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, carry on.
1: Yeah. So so you can just you, you can do a, a rough sort of a. It doesn't have to be completely um, uh, you know correct in terms of mm. all of the research. Processes and whatnot, but just simply ask people once they've purchased something from you or give them a call um, You know if you've got phone numbers, mm. give them a call. Just, it's still the old-fashioned stuff is still it, it, yeah. it still works and and there's a win-win of of maybe even building a relationship
0: But um, aren't, as well. aren't business owners like with reviews afraid of hearing something negative and they're saying I'm not gonna call them because yep. I don't want to hear them yep. say and You're in get-
1: business and get over it if, if that if that is your if you're in business to make a living to put food on the table or have a lifestyle for you and your family, I just you, you you've got to do it. Mm. How do you know if you're good enough? And I always sort of think, um, what's as a business owner, what am I most scared of? My competitors doing better than me, mm. um, or or I ask that question of clients, oh, I like and it really puts you in that mindset of, well, if the things that would really upset me if they started doing, you could nearly name, you could name them. You could say, well, one, two, and three, mm. um, and one of those would have to be they really get their customers and and they talk one-on-one with them and they really know what customers think of their product or service Mm. and they're you know always making changes to the product um so that's the other side of marketing you can't forget is it's the whole there's four p's in marketing (laughs) there's not just about that i didn't know there were four p's in marketing can you remember them (laughs) uh promotion which is a lot of what we talk about we're talking about facebook and advertising and whatnot Um, placement uh, uh product and um pricing pricing <laughs> i'm so glad i remember that
0: <laughs> <laughs> so basically we've got the four p's which i can't remember either but i'll listen back later yeah. on and they still apply to the web today so anybody who's looking to the web you, you you're going back to basics and looking at those four p's uh,
1: absolutely and i think that the, the p which is product uh slash service can get forgotten mm. in all of this as well as you've actually got to have a decent service offering or product and we offering. got we
0: get overexcited about promotion before we sort out of, the product which is what sarah Cowell, Cowell was saying um don't don't jump the gun uh, yeah. start at the beginning yes. understand your client get the product right yep. get your house in order
1: that's right don't go out and yeah promote. and know where you're going with your product. oh very good as well so um you know i've got a, a product development management background as well which i'm very thankful for because it helps we kind of get that that frame of mind uh, as far as a product goes that know where you're going with that mm. um, for you know develop your product roadmap understand where you want to take this in the next you know six months twelve months or yeah. in the next five years and sometimes if it's really exciting you can share that vision with your customers before you even created it
0: brilliant I'm gonna add a fifth P <laughs> preparation preparation thank you very much Amy SEO is AO. Thank
1: you, Amy. That's wonderful. Thank you.